2: Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I'm Steve Perich, joined always by Dusty Evely and Sarah Kelleher. Kids, happy Thanksgiving. How was, uh, how was your turkey day?
4: Good. I ate I had two of them, and uh, I ate too much, and I'm still alive. So that's good. That's very good.
5: <laughs> it was good. I had a good one, too. And then there was tons of leftovers, which was great because I could bring it back to school with me, and I had food for days and didn't have to cook, so that was just wonderful.
2: So, uh, Sarah, I do need to call you out on this, because you sent a, uh, a direct message to Dusty and I talking about how you enjoyed some stuffing.
5: One kind of stuffing, yes. My mom made me try a stuffing, because she hates stuffing, but she got this Italian sausage-based stuffing, and she was like, you have to try it, and it was pretty good, but it, I do have to say it was nothing like any other stuffing. Like, It didn't even look like stuffing or taste like mm-hmm. stuffing. So I don't know if I'm really going to count it as stuffing. But it was stuffing. It
2: was yeah. Ma- your mom said it was stuffing. You have to try this stuffing. Technically, she said, and you enjoyed it. So uh, such now a be-
4: such a betrayal. Just.
5: <laughs> but I think like I'm still on team no stuffing. Like that's I good. had one yeah.
2: good experience. You can't like yeah. like a stuffing and be like, ooh, that's a really good thing. But I don't like stuffing. She can just, say she I mean, likes
4: was- she likes throughout her entire life, Steve. All, low these 12 yeah. years of, of her life, she has, <laughs> she has like, like a single, single stuffing dish that does not make her a stuff like someone who loves stuffing. She just happened to like this one single kind of stuffing. So no, you don't get to claim this Steve. This is this does not belong to you.
2: Oh, no, I don't care what you say. It's a moral victory for me. You are now outnumbered on people who like stuffing two to one. So, And, by the way, my vote was like 75 to 25 in, in terms of stuffing. So. There's a lot of really dumb people out there. <laughs> <laughs> while, while Dusty is throwing shade at me, I do have to officially give him credit because we were alerted uh, earlier to this morning that the Pack-A-Day podcast has gone nationwide. Uh, we officially have influenced the Packers. Uh, we're in the NFL.com power rankings, listed as number six, and the first line says, "Has Aaron Rodgers finally found a dependable second banana in the Packers' receiving good. group?" My friend, good job. I'm impressed that uh, that it only it took less than a season for us to get this out uh, vernacular out into the world. Uh, also, thank you to Travis Mack who uh, sent this one to us, but. I mean, guys, we've officially made it. I mean, much to the chagrin of the Friday podcast, we are – is it Top Banana? No, I don't even remember. Is it Top Banana? It is
4: Top Banana. Yes. That's right.
2: Uh, First
4: of all, I would like to thank my mama and Elvis uh, for making (laughs) this all possible and uh, for everyone for being so accepting. You know, as I I, I responded to that (laughs) – I feel like I lost the bet but I won the war because now we have a bunch more people out there using second banana, some of them properly, some not properly, and it's just, you know, <laughs> I'm just it just it makes me smile to see it. So, you're welcome everybody. You're welcome to our listeners, you're welcome to nfl.com, you know, anyone I've influenced directly or indirectly. Um that uh, you know, just you're welcome.
2: That's it. Outstanding. Um Aaron Rodgers speaks, we all listen. So, <laughs> This is a direct quote from quarterback number one of your Green Bay Packers. We need the early alarm clock for our fans. Get out there, get the tailgate going, get the PBR flowing or the lineys, Miller, or whatever you choose, and let's get that thing roaring for kickoff because we need the support of our fans. God, I love this dude. I mean, he gets out there and tells people to go tailgate early and go get drunk. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I sent that one to you guys. I'm like, that's my quarterback. I love it. I'm going to tell you what my move was last time we were up there because it was so
4: cold. Uh, we went full, uh, full college uh, sorority girl and did shots of Fireball. All Ooh. the difference in the world. Made all the difference in the world. Made me feel really nice.
2: I feel like I told you this oh. one already, but the, uh, the hot chocolate with peppermint schnapps.
4: Yeah. I've not done that one. I do the hot cider with the Fireball, and that's money. Oh, okay. But I've not done the peppermint schnapps move yet. I need to do that. Okay.
2: I like
1: it. I either like way, yeah,
4: Aaron Rodgers, very smart dude. Very mm-hmm. smart dude. Listen, I mean, we knew this. We yeah, knew
2: this. it's true. All right, uh, let's move into some news and notes of the day. Um, Josh Sitton is going to be retiring as a Packer. It's a. I mean, I don't think "shocking" is the right word, but I guess it, I did not see this one coming right away. Did you, uh, Dusty? What about you? No, absolutely not. No, I mean, I love Sitton. I think everyone loves Sitton.
4: The way he left, I think he was a little pissed uh, by the way he was released. Um, I can't remember if there's any. Actual, like, terrible language, but it seemed like a, a sense of animosity on his part that he didn't like being gone. And also, maybe the locker room that was kind of like it was time for this guy to be gone. I don't remember. It's been a little bit. Um, the story
2: and, never really came out. Like, there no, were right. some kind of, there, like, it was always kind of said there was some kind of incident, but nobody could ever, I don't know why, what happened, but it never really came out.
4: Yeah, I mean, while he was with Green Bay, I loved him. You know, he was, uh, him and Lang in the middle, just tremendous guards, which we've seen the value of <laughs> since both of them have been gone. I mean, he played, he played nasty, one of those guys that always had his quarterbacks back. I love seeing that, like, just a tremendous, just elite guard while he was in Green Bay. Uh, no ill will towards him. I just, when you think of guys, and, and part of that, I, you know, I like it. I like that it's one of the, one of the big guys up front, because you think of guys coming back to retire with the team, it's, maybe a wide receiver or a quarterback or something. Like, I don't know that you often see uh lineman at least I'm a hard time thinking of one. Uh, so yeah, I like it, but I certainly would not have predicted it. I saw that uh, when well, you mentioned the news to us today, Steve, and I was like, Oh, okay. Like it's, it's cool, but it's not, it's not something I, I would have thought was going to happen for sure.
2: Tara, do you remember who Justin was for you? Like,
5: yes, I do. I, I even though I was only or? five years old, I do remember. <laughs> um, no, I remember. And the kind of the same thing that Dusty said, like, it's just kind of like, oh, like, interesting. I think with like Jordy Nelson, everyone was like, OK, he's going to eventually retire Packer. And everyone kind of knew that. So when that happened, everyone was super excited and was like, finally, yay. But the it's just kind of like, OK, like, that's cool. Like you said, Dusty, he was really great when he was there. We don't really know what happened when he left or whatever. But, you know, it's cool. I think anytime. Any player, you know, no matter what organization they or team that they were a part of, when they come back and retire, obviously that means a lot to them. So I think that's really cool. If the Packers are about it and he was about it, then I'm okay with it. Whatever. I think it's great.
2: Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, newest running back for the Packers, Tyler Irvin, wearing number 32. And LaFleur came out and said that he will be stepping in immediately to return punts and kicks, which obviously I don't think it could get worse. But, uh, Sarah, what's your immediate reaction?
5: I mean, it's been bad. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's been so bad that I'm willing to try anything or I'm willing to see them try anything at this point. I mean, Matt from the Athletics that was on here a couple months ago his tweets are always hilarious he tweets like statistics each week about you know the Packers special teams and how terrible their return unit is and everything and so if his tweets cannot be in the negatives anymore then I'm okay with whoever hmm. is returning punts or returning kicks or doing anything um so yeah I'm happy that something is happening I think a lot of times in the history of Green Day and kind of the way that they operated especially with Mike McCarthy there would be problems like that and you would just see them keep trying and keep trying and keep trying, even though it was like a complete dead end. So it's kind of nice to just at least see someone come in right away and that they're going to get a chance. So I'm cool with it. I think, Hey, if he goes in there and he does a good job, then I'm ecstatic. And if he doesn't like, I don't know how it can get much worse. So I'm like, let's try it out. Let's see what he can do.
2: Outstanding. I, uh, my, my one prediction, like you kind of said, I was, try out whoever the hell they want to, like, I don't, I mean, maybe Balaga, like, he's apparently like a miracle man and just can get healthy at the drop of a hat, let that, let's see what happens, see, you never know, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm, ta- I'm taking Irvin to take one to the house so we can all just shut the hell up about all the punt return yards and all this kind of stuff, so Sunday he's going to take one to the house and then I can all yell I told you so at the top of my lungs to everybody, so, <laughs> and then if it doesn't happen, you guys will all forget by next week, so it'll be great
4: writing it down.
5: I okay. won't
2: forget. Yep. Yeah, right. Okay. I, I do not... Oh, Sarah probably is going to write this down. Yeah. <laughs> she, she just holds, she's just holding up a notepad right now. She absolutely <laughs> For, writing this I forgot she's a nerd who's still in school and has, like, note cards readily available. Yeah, and,
4: like, she's almost I've done tried... with school, too, so she doesn't have a whole lot of studying to do, so now she's just got to just marking everything you say, Steve. That's her job now.
5: I, hmm. I feel like the... Like if anyone, for anyone that's listening to this right now, the exact mental image that you can have was um, the scene from The Office when Ryan is, has his notepad and he's writing down the people that have wronged him. That is literally the exact thing I just did. Right when Steve was like, "No one's gonna remember that," I was like, "Hmm," as I'm writing it down. So
2: <laughs> you, you guys better hope he doesn't take one to the house because you know I'll never shut up about it. Yeah. That's well, then you're I gonna
5: hope. have to make. It on that. It's going to be the same thing as the I love you, so you're going to have to make some outlandish <laughs> prediction every single week, and eventually they're not going to land, and then it'll backfire on you. So this is a win for Dusty and that I, did, no matter what It That did not That's
2: backfire. I'm done one. staying looking you two in the eye and saying I love you. Like That you did say, not backfire. Say it didn't, it didn't
4: backfire. It didn't you backfire. Literally... It took five minutes for you to say it the last time. You had to, like, you were – I had to cut – I edit these episodes – I had to cut out legitimately, like, three minutes of just silence and you, like, breathing, trying to psych yourself up to say it the last
2: time you did it. You were staring lovingly into the camera with your head, with your yeah. chin on your hand.
4: As is my right, Steve. <laughs> as is my right. As a man. As an American yeah. man.
2: So, I had, yeah, obviously I had injured myself while trying to do that with Dusty, so let's jump right into the injury report. <laughs> uh big takeaways for me Devonte adams was listed as a full participant for the first time since injuring his toe which is awesome bulaga was listed as limited um jimmy graham ryan grant did not participate kevin king limited mercedes lewis and Tremon williams given veterans rest so not really a lot going on but dusty um outside of adams was there anything you were looking at no, not really. I think
4: Graham was on for essentially the same thing the week before and he got snapped. So yeah, I mean it's it's still we don't want to jinx anything clearly, but, but this late in the season for that to be the injury report, that's pretty good. That's pretty good.
2: Yeah, normally it's about seven pages long at this point for the Packers. So yeah. I will uh I will take it. Yeah. I will take it. Um all right, let's move on. We're we continually look at the Packers offense versus the defense that they're going to be playing next week. So we have the nine and three Packers taking on, I believe it's the three and nine Redskins. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, three and nine. So right. Packers offense versus the Redskins defense. Sarah, I'm going to let you kick it off. I will go second, and then Dusty will uh will mute ourselves for a good 17 minutes and let you go.
4: Ooh, Sound like a plan? Seventeen seems short, but yeah, just however long it takes.
2: Did be... you want me to just whatever say 16, it takes? Sixty-nine nice.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's too long, though. Too long. Sarah,
5: kick
3: us off. Right.
5: So, I was like, are they just gonna keep talking? <laughs> um, so basically, the Redskins' defense is not the greatest. Uh, <laughs> so this should be a game where we see activity and positive activity from the Packers offense. Something that I'm really going to be paying attention to is the receivers and you know Rodgers and what he's do, able to do and connect with those guys this week. So the the completion rate that the Redskins defense allows is 69%. So back to your guys' favorite number there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's obviously not super great. And as we know, Rodgers is Rodgers. So I think he's going to take absolute – full advantage of that and hopefully I mean we saw Devontae Adams get in the end zone twice last week which was great to kind of see him keep getting more involved so I think we're going to see a lot more of that again this week definitely 12 to 17 action going on this Sunday and also with red zone scoring I know Dusty is going to dive or has talked about this too just how the Packers have kind of been on a roll when they get in the red zone and scoring there and so the um, Redskins have again not so great percentage when it comes to allowing touchdowns in the red zone so that's about 57 percent of the time they allow it to touchdown when you know they're playing someone and they are in the red zone so obviously again huge advantage for Rodgers huge advantage for Green Bay's offense I'm going to be looking at the wide receivers like I said and how they're getting involved because I really think that the passing game is going to come into play of course you know running the run game is going to be important it's important in every single game but I'm going to, I think there's going to be really great stuff. I think Lazard's going to get involved again and hopefully we can see some of the other receivers get involved too. I know we were talking a lot about how Lazard is kind of the second banana now and everyone's kind of on board with that, but let's see, you know, who's I don't think is and... on board with that yet. <laughs> well, I'm at Packers Twitter because I know oh, everyone on true. there is pretty much. Yeah. So, Hopefully we can see what happens there and who else can kind of step up. I know Rogers and MBS, it's like, it's there, but it's not. It's so close every time. It's like right person, wrong time kind of thing, but with your quarterback and your wide receivers. So hopefully they, you know, connect better this weekend and we'll see what, how it
2: goes. Outstanding stuff, Sarah. Thank you. Um, I'm going to be looking at the turnover difference. Um, so, Kind of noted that the Redskins have three wins, and in those three wins, they have taken the ball away multiple times. Those are the only times they win. When they do not take the ball away multiple times, they do not win. So, took a look, a a little bit of a dive into the Packers as well, and out of their 12 games, they have turned the ball over um, in four of those games, which is... Outstanding. I mean, if you only committing turnovers in a third of your games, that's pretty awesome. Um, however, three of those games did have multiple turnovers, so that's just gonna gonna be the thing I'm watching. Is Rogers holding on to the ball? Um, some ball security from running backs, wide receivers. I'm not sure of the weather, so I don't know if it's going to be slippy up there. But um, just something very simple to keep your eye on and watch throughout the game. But it's always always a big difference is the turnovers, and as long as the Packers can keep, them, keep the ball in their, hand, in their hands, I think uh should be rolling into another Packers victory. Dusty, my friend, take it away.
4: Yeah, so real quick, I actually just looked up the weather. Uh, it's calling for, I don't know the specific hour. Well, it's the weather, so who knows, right? It, on Sunday, it's calling cloudy, high of 40 in Green Bay. That's not bad, so probably not that bad. Uh, You know, unless we start getting precipitation. I'm not a weatherman. I'm not here to tell you that. I'm here to tell you about the Packers offense. So, Sarah touched on some of this already, but I'll dig in a little bit on on some of the other stuff. So, when she talked about some of the passing and the running defense and just the Redskins in general not being great, uh, the Packers per DVOA, for Football Outsiders DVOA, fifth-ranked passing offense in the league, Washington has the 20th-ranked passing defense. That's not good. Uh, The Packers have the eighth-ranked rushing offense, and the Washington has the 19th rank rushing defense. So it's kind of a it's like a pick your poison thing. It's you, you get a uh, you get a slight edge in the passing game because that's five against 20 as opposed to eight against 19th. Uh, but still, neither one of those is very good. Um, so I, wanna, I usually focus on the passing game because that's usually where the Packers have the edge. I just want to talk real quick about a running zone real quick. So if we're, if we're digging into the running game a little bit, Packers may want to focus on attacking the right edge of that line. Washington is giving up 6.3 yards per carry. And Green Bay is averaging five point one yards per carry when running to the right edge. It's the worst rushing zone for Washington's defense and the best rushing zone for Green Bay's offense. So when you're running, that's something to look out for on Sunday just look at that look at that right end look for that, that right end. hopefully Green Bay will start will attack that hopefully that'll be a zone they're going to be looking at hitting and that's that's the zone that washington is uh, is vulnerable at. So if you're looking at the running game that's what we're looking for so for switching over the passing game, and this this touches on a lot of stuff that Sarah has talked about, um, but, you know, I'm going to throw, throw some few numbers about it, but everything she said, I mean, absolutely 100% backed up. Um, if we're looking at coverage by wide receiver, Washington ranks 6th at defending wide receiver 1. So that's against Devontae Adams. And they're also 7th against running backs. So you don't expect to see necessarily a big game from Adams or Jones or Williams or Vitale in this game, because that's the area that Washington's very good at. But what, I mean, 20th-ranked uh, passing defense, so that means something gives somewhere. It turns out that gives everywhere else. They're 31st against second wide receivers. They're 23rd against all other wide receivers, and 31st against tight ends. So the wide receiver talent, like, slightly concerned, but less so now than maybe I have been. Or I've always been a little optimistic, I guess. I mean, Sarah, you mentioned Lazard. Uh, having a big game this past week. I expect that to continue. I expect Rogers to be looking his way. You also mentioned MVS. And the one thing I think that's very encouraging that I've seen in MVS, his numbers haven't necessarily been supported there. He kind of had some big games earlier. Um, I, I can't remember the game where he took that uh, took that screen to the house to, uh, to ice the game in Green Bay. I, I just rewatched. I can't remember what game that was. Uh, but he had some bigger games earlier. And it seems like he's not been around too much. There's a couple things I'll say. He has still been getting open. He's creating separation. He's getting open. And Rodgers is throwing his way on some of those shots. There was a a shot. uh, It was an underthrown go route uh, this past week that Rodgers had him on and just kind of underthrew him in the end zone. But it was kind of a three-step drop. You see based on coverage that MVS is getting one-to-one on the outside. And Rodgers trusted him enough to take three steps back and just chuck that up over the top. And that's on Rodgers for underthrowing that a little. I couldn't tell if he was going back shoulder or not. Either way, he missed the throw. But I think based on the fact that MVS is winning some of these, he is getting open. The numbers aren't there, but he is getting open. And also Rogers still trusts him enough to kind of take those shots. This could be uh, maybe a continuation of what we saw from Lazard last week, which Lazard only had three catches, but he was getting open more than that, and MVS was also getting open. So hopefully we see some Lazard MVS stuff. And Graham also has been having you know, a, a decent stretch of games here as well. So between that the wide receiver two and then all other wide receivers that Washington's had trouble covering and tight ends, Lazard, MVS, um, Allison even had you know, a good game this past week, and then Graham, I'm looking for big games out of those. Um, are you, you want to say something before I keep plowing forward, Steve?
2: Oh, I was just going to say it was the, uh, the Oakland game. Yes. Because I knew that would bug you. So, yes, Oakland he took it to the house. I was hoping. I
4: saw you look down. I was like, I hope Steve's looking this up because this is going to bother me to no end. So, thank you. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's what we're looking for. Wide receivers. Um, again, everything Sarah said. Lazard looking MVS as well. Uh, that all supports, the, as far as what Football Outsiders looks at, that all supports kind of all those guys having big games. Last but not least, last thing I'm going to talk about is uh, just one specific zone on one specific down. So, on third downs this season. Third down. Washington, all season, they've seen five attempts to the deep middle of the field. That's 20-plus uh, yards down the field in the middle of the field. They've allowed completions on all five of those. Every single, complete, every single attempt on third down in the deep middle has been complete against Washington for 113 yards. This past week, now Green Bay has not, notoriously not been great at targeting the middle of the field. This past week, they went two for two to the middle of the field for 40 yards, and I believe a touchdown came on one of those. So if it gets down to a third down, Look for a deep middle shot from Green Bay. They did very well at that last week, and Washington has not done well on those on defense for the year. I'm done. Well done.
2: Look at that, Dusty just dropping knowledge left and
4: right. Right.
2: Why yeah. you guys listen? Because Sarah and I literally have nothing to contribute, but Dusty bring... no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's got some stuff to contribute. Is she still on mute? Is that why she's not responding?
4: Ah, uh, no, no, she was.
2: Okay, she's just ignoring us. <laughs> As per usual, it's actually really funny. I, I had a thought because you, uh, I, I filled in on Monday, um, Monday night with uh, with Dan Kotnick and did the the episode with him, and then you did the episode with Andy on Sunday night, recording wise. And it's kind of funny because you know. We were just kind of bitching at each other, saying like the other one cheated on each other, like the other podcast, and like you know being dicks like we normally are, and it kind of popped in my head. I was like, man, like Sarah, and Sarah's just like laughing at these and like retweeting us and doing all sorts of fun stuff. I was like, Sarah's just like a 1940s housewife where she's just getting cheated on left and right, and she's like, "Ah, it's okay until she until she stabbed (laughs) until she until she stabbed us at some point. Or poisons our For the
5: record, Andy has asked me if I could record with him before, but I haven't been able to, and he talked the other week, and he was like, oh yeah, when like you graduate and your school schedule like clears up, then we can do an episode. So I will be taking part in The Betrayal <laughs> soon. Know that they a to
3: See
4: she's
2: plotting out her now be, because I'll we be, already cheated on it. Hey
4: her. Steve, I wish yeah. we were writing stuff down because I'll, i am I I am plotting my betrayal soon is a really solid line.
5: <laughs> I really like that one. Sarah. This is reminding me when kind of back when we first started, I was I mean we started recording like end of January together as when I joined you guys. But like when we really got into it and started going crazy and becoming the three amigos that we kind of are right now. Um, I remember, I can't remember who it was, but they would comment like every week and be, and say, Oh, Sarah's going to leave you guys. Sarah's going to leave you guys for that other podcast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it would crack me up because I thought people like actually thought that I took what you guys said to heart. And I'm like, no, like, I know that we're just crazy. Like, that's just how we are.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Sarah did refer to us uh, refer to us as her crazy uncles, pretty much. That's what. Uh, what's, well, I mean, which is pretty spot on. I, I can't really argue with I feel with like it, that's so. the
5: best description. Like when people talk to me about this podcast, like people in my classes will be like, I'll have like, I'll be sitting next to my friend and they, they know that I do this. And they'll be like, oh, did you do your podcast this week? And then, of course, three people that are like around me, you're like, you're on a podcast? <laughs> what kind of podcast are you on? And I'm like, oh, I just talk about the Packers. Like, I don't really like sharing those things with people that I don't know because it's just really awkward because they're like, oh, like, well, what do you do? Like, what do you talk about? Well, what is it? So then I just, I'm like, oh, it's the Pack-A-Day podcast. And it's always just like this really awkward thing. And I'm like, okay. like, And then like a week later, they're like, are you still doing that podcast? I'm like, yeah, I do it every week. Like.
4: There's people in my life who, who who know and they listen to it and then sometimes it comes up and people are like, oh, you do a podcast? And my response is just, I don't know what that is. Uh, and then I hope that they just forget to bring it up again. <laughs>
2: that, that is so on brand for you, Dusty. <laughs> like that I can totally imagine like not. Like what's a podcast?
5: <laughs> my uh, boyfriend a couple times, I won't even know that he's listened to it. And then he'll be listening to it and we'll just be texting and he'll be like, Wait, why did you like? Why did this happen? Like, did that really happen? If you like missed news about the Packers, or one time I can't remember what time you guys were like really just giving me a hard time about something, and he was like, "Oh, I feel bad. You got bullied on your podcast today." Like, <laughs> and I was like, "I didn't even know you listened." He's like, "Oh yeah, every now and then it's funny because they mess with you and it makes me laugh." And I was like, oh, "Great, like,
4: Steve, great." Um,
5: <laughs> exactly. Steve, you
4: know you know how this ends, don't you? Because we gave, last week, we gave Sarah our addresses. This is going to end with Sarah's boyfriend at our doorsteps being like, you need to leave her alone. (laughs) (laughs)
5: No. We literally like keep doing what you're doing. Like, keep making fun of her. I can't make fun of her that
4: much. Can I jump on this one? She won't know I'm here. Can I jump on this one?
5: (laughs) I actually, I do have one of my dearest friends here. He's also my neighbor um but we do all like the UCF coverage together and he is a uniform fanatic Like, he is obsessed with uniforms to the point where it drives me crazy and it drives everyone else crazy but he knows what he's talking about so i always tell him about how steve jokes that we need hmm. to talk about uniforms one time and he's like when you do that you better bring me on this podcast <laughs> blah, 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 blah. so it's just really funny we're
4: never doing it jokes on him we're never doing it
2: yeah i don't think i'm That's ever going to get you i'm never going to get you to agree to it eh whatever I'll get, I'll, it'll, I'll get it eventually. Don't worry. I'll make it happen. Well, Sarah will be out sick, and then I'll just bring it up without telling Dusty about it. I think that'll probably be my plan. I us re-
4: move on. I record this, you understand. I'll just Son stop of recording. Bitch.
2: That's right. Uh, we'll have to do it when you're not here, and yep. I can just I can loop Sarah into it. That's okay. the move. That is. Good to know. Let me write it down on one of my note cards. <laughs> All right, record, for
5: record, when we have... When I was trying to our, transition,
2: Sarah.
5: Yeah. Well, when we have our anniversary episode and we can look back at all the funny things that I wrote down, you'll be happy that I had my little notepad and was writing things mm-hmm. down. It's Not wrong. wrong. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know what? You know what she has been wrong about the Packers score predictions. To no. <laughs> hey. oh. see that nice transition there. Uh, so all three of us had picked the Packers to win. Um, Dusty and I are again. Matched up with the Green Bay Packers, uh, sitting at nine and three, and Sarah is at eight and four. With obviously, everybody knows that the grand punishment is Sarah will be eating a sleeve of most stuff Oreos, mm-hmm. which she's already trying to back out of by saying, "I don't even know where I'm gonna find them." Uh. Yeah. Nailed so it. yeah, that was a pretty good impression. That was a, that was probably better I than my. I sound
5: just like that. That it was, was the the better right than
2: my blog impression. Sure, that might be. Better. <laughs> Hey, Dan gave me some credit. He said it was a pretty good one. He doesn't know you. It's <laughs> a valid point.
5: He was trying to be nice. To he, was he was First to time him. we'd
2: ever talked, he was probably trying to be he
5: nice. In. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, this is what I don't like. He was so nice on this podcast, and you guys are jackasses. Like, all right, Dusty, what's your you score? Just, what's your score?
5: You... No, 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 no. Back up. Every time that you and I do the podcast together, if Dusty's gone, you're like, oh, it was fun. But we were too nice to each other. So don't yeah. even say that you – you like when we're mean. This isn't you who enjoy. I. This isn't
4: who I am. I do this for your <laughs> benefit, Steve. <laughs> your benefit. Oh, I appreciate it. My score prediction, Steve. My score prediction. I'm gonna keep you on track. I feel really good. I feel really good this week, man. The Packers have a couple home games left. Uh, Washington won last week uh, in a game that got Ron Rivera fired, which doesn't exactly inspire confidence in Washington. I've watched a little bit of them. They don't look good. They don't look good. I'm feeling good about the Packers. I'm going big.
2: I'm going Packers forty to seventeen. Whoa! Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, it makes me like reconsider my score a little bit, but uh, forty to seventeen. All right. Well, I'm. Uh, I've got mine written down here. I've got the Green Bay Packers winning thirty to the Redskins twenty. Now Sarah has her chance. Is she going to try okay, to make up it. a game?
5: This is like last week. If they're just the team that they're yeah, playing is too bad for yeah. me to be like, oh, I'm going to pick against the Packers. So I have the Packers winning again, which means I'm still going to be the same amount of games apart from you unless, guys. But unless you
2: accurately predict unless the score. I
5: ac- oh, last week I was so close. I really was close. I was only like two points off, and I was so upset because that could have it could have really helped me. But anyways, my score prediction was 31 to 14, Green Bay. All
2: right. Nice. Not too bad, not too bad. Well, that's uh, that kind of wraps everything up for us, guys. We've got um, the nine and three Packers versus the three and nine Redskins coming up on Sunday. It'll be a fun time. Um, we've got some time for some final thoughts, Sarah. I don't, have you come up with anything in your in your head yet?
5: No, I don't have a final
2: thoughts. No final thoughts. All right, Dusty, uh, what do you got for us? What's what's the articles? What's the the videos? I got
4: stuffs, man. I had a give big it to week. A,
2: give it. A, um, never mind. I can't say that otherwise, Sarah'll write it down. Yeah,
4: don't do that. Don't do that. Um, I, I did a lot of stuff this week mainly because I couldn't sleep. Um, so you're welcome for my insomnia, everyone. You're welcome. Uh, I did. Uh, I've got my my normal three articles. So uh, yesterday, over on Pack Report, um, I've been looking at uh, pressures. My fa- I call it my favorite pressure. Andy Herman uh, says it's called my favorite pleasure, which kinda. It kind of is. So they didn't have – I feel like the Packers this past week didn't have a whole lot of uh, creative pressure situations, more or less because the Giants are not very good, and I feel like they just kind of waited and said, okay, we can pressure uh, Jones with our four and then he's going to make a mistake, and guess what he did? And So I basically just took a look at four plays from Zedaria Smith creating pressure from different angles, different ways, just kind of showing how he's able to do that, how they're using him, just by moving him around, how he's able to beat teams. So that's always fun. I basically just watched Zedaria Smith uh, for four plays, and that was kind of cool. Um, Today is the Passing Chronicles over at She TV. I looked at seven plays. I've got all three of Lazard's catches, uh, which were a lot of fun, and then ended, I think I ended on... um, uh, Devonte Adams' first touchdown, which was a, a Mesh concept, except the way that was run was not... I've been tracking this concept for a while. It's not a way I've ever seen the Packers run it, which I thought was awesome. It was kind of more of a follow slant, and then Adams stopped in the middle. Really cool, really creative that no one cares about except, like, five people. Um, but the way they ran it was just so cool because it was just so different, and it's so effective. I just absolutely adored it. Uh, so that's out today over at Cheesehead. On Friday, sticking with Mesh, I did a... Uh, over at Packer Report, I wrote about a I'm calling it faux mesh because that's not actually a mesh, but they take that concept and essentially take one of the drag routes and kick him up the field, so you get the same effect that the mesh concept gives you, but you're still, but you're able to incorporate more routes into it. You're basically playing off of those tendencies you've set up and making one defender account for two routes essentially. Kind of awesome. Love that one. That's up on Friday. And then I also did. Um, first of all, I did one dumb video where I. I made, a, uh, I made a video of Kirk Cousins spiking a ball to the ground when he was with Washington in the 2015 playoffs and set it to Unchained Melody. Uh, <laughs> it made me laugh entirely too hard. I just posted it on Twitter, and it's it's remarkably ridiculous. Um, But I also did an actual breakdown video that I got into conspiracy theory stuff on. So it was on a just a missed wide receiver screen from this past week and how that may have been a fake out to try to get them to bite on the outside wide receiver screen and then go up over the top with another wide receiver screen. Uh, So that's up over at YouTube. Um, If you search my name, it's the first one that'll come up. I've got like five or six videos over there. So that was really cool. There was was one from this past week. One of my favorite things I saw this past week that was probably just a super boring play that I'm reading entirely too much into. Uh, But it's roughly 10 minutes of me rambling about um, wide receiver screens and concepts and uh, Occam's razor. It's um. So a whole lot of fun. And my last thing, my last thing I have, uh, Steve, I'll let you take the other one. you take. You really didn't. You really didn't sleep at all this week, did you? I did not. I did not. Um, the last thing I you have. Didn't. Is not, I
5: was. Up to, I was up to like one three nights this week doing schoolwork, and every night I would check Twitter before bed, and I'd see that Dusty had tweeted like five minutes before. Yeah. I was like, dang.
4: It's been a. It's it's been a rough week for me. Um, but my my last one, it's not football related at all. Is uh, Steve's wife wrote a book. Called Super Soren. It's a child's book. Uh, it's available in hardcover, and you can get it from Amazon. I don't know where else you can get it, but I got my copy in the mail today, and it's amazing. Uh, the 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 story is great. The the, the the illustrations are great. The, I got the hardcover. It feels great. It looks amazing. The pages are really nice and sturdy. Just everything about it, I just absolutely adore. And so if you haven't already, um, it's over. You can actually get it on Kindle as well, but I recommend the hardback book just because it's a really cool book if you've got kids. Uh, it's Super Sorin, S-O-R-E-N. Uh, so search for that and pick that up if you haven't already because it's amazing. Those are my final
2: thoughts. Wow. This could be the first time that my wife ever listens to this podcast, and it'll just be for that part alone. She's going to listen to 30 <laughs> seconds of
4: this podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll probably have to fast-forward all the way to the end and just have her <laughs> listen to this part. But... uh Thank you very much. She's, uh, she put her heart and soul in the book, which was very cool. So as Dusty said, it is available on Amazon. There is going to be a free day for the uh, Kindle coming up here, so I'll tweet that out when it happens. Actually, I think it's going to be tomorrow. So the, actually today, Thursday, when you're listening to this. But I will tweet it out uh, with a link to the free copy. And then, as you guys know, always as always, the reviews are always a big thing for that. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. if you can, you know, order a copy for friends, family, especially coming on Christmas, that would be awesome. End of yeah, self-plug. Thank you, Dusty, for saying mm-hmm. that. Very nice yeah. to you guys. Uh, and I will move on to my final thought, which is just some awesome, awesome news. Uh, today, Dusty and I figured out that uh, we are going to be going to the Green Bay Packers versus the Chicago Bears together. Woo! We are going to be sitting next to each other. Dusty had uh, a friend fall through at the last minute, um, so... I'm gonna be taking a shuttle bus up to the game, and we are gonna be watching the Packers kick the living crap out of the Bears. Uh, have a few cocktails, take some pictures to make Sarah jealous, and uh, have a, just an all-around awesome time. So I'm uh, I'm beyond excited. It's a it's a lot of fun. This is gonna be my Christmas present to me for my wife. So all-around good stuff is gonna is gonna be happening next week Sunday.
4: I'm very excited. Um, I didn't want to mislead you, Steve. We will not be sitting next to each other. I'm going to have my two brothers will be in between us. I will not be sitting.
2: <laughs> Sorry, for a second there, I was like, oh, we got three tickets in like, the front row, and then you're all the way in the back.
4: Yeah, no, you're 20 rows behind us, brother. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm ridiculously excited about this. Um, we've, we've never I, we've never met in person. You know, We've done this a lot. we never met in person. So just meeting in person, uh, I was really hyped about. Being able to actually watch a Packers game in person together, uh, I cannot begin to describe how excited I am about this.
2: Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. I mean, you know, being able to see, like, have Dusty, like, tell me all about, like, cheese wheel routes and things while they're actually happening is just going to be outstanding. Oh, uh, no, I
4: just th- scream like a lunatic. I don't like anything. <laughs> oh, good, here. good. Thank,
2: Thank God. God. Thank God. <laughs> I was going to say, this could be awkward because I'm just going to, you know, I'll, I'll have a big couple cocktails deep and uh, he was trying to tell me about how Dan- Danny Vitale should have hit the hole a little bit harder and then turned out, yeah, we'll be good. We'll be good. <laughs> we'll be good. We'll be good. But, yeah, that's my exciting news, so I'm I'm really excited for next weekend. It should be a lot of fun, and uh, I'm sure we'll call Sarah and, uh, you know, make her feel super jealous. <laughs> yeah,
5: I will graduate college the day before that, so I will be very
2: excited hungover.
5: and happy. <laughs> no, no, you
2: know who I am. Like. <laughs> so, shot? We're trying to bring you over to the dark side at some point.
4: No, it's like what Steve means hungover. He just means, like, a lot of Oreos. You know you wake, wake up with like a whole, yeah, with a whole
2: bag in her bed just cr-
4: just crumbs all over the place. What happened last night?
2: <laughs> it's like Cookie Monster just <laughs> strew, strew the, strung out on drugs he's like, it's like uh, fantastic
4: what? fantastic Mr. Fox and just like eating and just crumbs flying everywhere. that's Sarah, and then just confusion later that
2: night yep that's <laughs> that sounds about right to me I think that's actually mm. that's how she would celebrate graduating college sounds about right. i I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> Well, guys, it's been fun. Um, we will chat next week. Hopefully the Packers are sitting at 10-3, and 3, and we'll be talking rivalry game with the Bears. Make sure to follow us all on Twitter, at Dusty Evely, for all the videos, all the articles that he drops every single week. Uh, you can't really miss those at all. At SarahKelleher4, at Steve Perhatch, as always, at Packaday Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to... Uh, Tweet us if you're going to be at the Bears game. Maybe we can meet up with, uh, with more followers and fans. That'd be outstanding. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll check you guys next week Thursday. And as always, go Pack Go!